looks like a vibrator that's on the end. I thought it looked like a tampon. (laughs) (laughs) With no string. I'm looking for a card to save me. Hoping that'll save my life. Looking for something to help me wipe out Lowry. I'm looking for damnation. Looking cause I'm tired of dying. I'm hoping it makes me win this fucking game. I'm hoping that it makes me win this fucking game. Yeah, so that's Foo Fighters. <laughs> um, I'm not sure if I know the name of the song though. I'll give you a hint. It has Jack Black in the video. Uh, Learn to Fly. There you go. All right. Good job. Good job. I got there. I got there. I did it in kind of a dedication for what our A&L question might be (laughs) today. Might be. I say might because we always, we've teased twice now (laughs) that we get to the A&L question and it's like. It's going to be Mount Rushmore of bands. Yep. So we actually were supposed to do this one two weeks ago and then our episode was two hours long. So. Welcome, Commander Smith. We are the Commander Smiths. I'm Adam Smith. And I'm Lowry Smith. Don't worry. We're cousins. Hey, we know how to do it when you're on vacation after two weeks. Yeah, we're not rusty. We're back. <laughs> we're back, baby. How was your beer drinking? I mean, <laughs> your, was, your Florida trip. I did pretty well with my beer drinking. <laughs> Florida trip was pretty bright, though. Yeah. Uh, I love Jeremy's comment on Twitter last week, because <laughs> then I, I was tweeting out stuff trying to be like, here's sharing with Adam, because I'm drinking <laughs> beer. And he's like, are you sure you guys are like a magic podcast? Because yeah. all you guys tweet about his beer <laughs> it was just kind of funny because we did we're doing the uh great henge giveaway full yeah. art and then the uh proxy along with it and we gained we gained like 20 followers yeah like improved by like for 25 30 percent and all i did was beer yeah i, I did roughly <laughs> i think i when i was there i tasted somewhere in between 20 and 25 different beers. that's crazy so i had like eight samplers and a six pack pick six and your, was, your uh, wife kirsten was i was talking to her earlier tonight and she was saying that florida isn't more of they don't have like the breweries that we are the micro brews that we have up here they have some but not where you guys were at yeah yours was more of like they wanted the easy drinking beers on the beach yeah and i so actually had a i went into a place and i was just like do you guys have any craft beer and they're like look you northerners just <laughs> and i was like how can you tell you you got a beer <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i was just like okay he's like you you want these craft beers you'll be out on the beach it's 110 degrees and you'll just puke <laughs> and i was just like but it's not 100 it's like yeah, it's 80. 80 so it's perfect out why don't you have these beers out? So yeah. you said that you went to like four or five different uh i went to five different places that had alcohol and i did not get to find like it was pretty limited selection but enough for what i was doing mm-hmm. as well i didn't have a car we're in a place called treasure island which is really near uh tampa yeah it's just and between saint pete's i I guess but like literally i was i was walking everywhere and we did not walk far um so well what am i drinking here speaking of beer i I did get to i brought some back from uh florida so this one is i did share this on or this one was on twitter so it's wicked weeds brewing cherry key lime burst session sour interesting i i can taste the cherry and the the sour and a little bit of the lime on that yeah, I so like it's it. it's a solid one. You want to smell it though? Uh, well, I did when you opened it. Uh, it kind of smells like it's yeasty. It's a yeasty one to smell. So I, I could smell it when you opened it. But yeah, like I had 
I like this has a little cherry in it because while you were gone, I did a sharing with Adam and I did a. I complete. I prematurely rated the beer, and I like sipped it, and I wanted to be like, "Yeah, it's look so at me! Amazing. I got a beer that I'm sharing with myself, and this is delicious." And it was a lime sour, which it didn't like. Yeah. The only way you could tell it was lime is just by like how this beer has the little green in it. Mm-hmm. It didn't have it in the name or anything oh. like that. And so I got like halfway through, and I'm like, "Oh, I don't like this beer." Because <laughs> I know, like top, top five. five. I saw that. <laughs> I was just like, "Uh." Uh, update uh take that out of my top five because it is not so for, so i would say i for sure had some i had like maybe okay so i had hawaiian lion which was a coconut coffee stout oh that, that was amazing really really good that was really See, good i've been trying to find the coffee beers they're, it, they're gonna start coming out okay so, oh, so it's more they're, they're more thing? seasonal oh, okay yeah. that's i keep going in liquor store and all they they barely even have sours, but they don't have any. So check out big. This is this is one that I really liked. Probably when we started the podcast, I haven't gone back to it lately. But it's uh, Founders Oatmeal Coffee Stout. Okay. Or breakfast stout. Very Ooh. good. It's a oatmeal. Yeah, oatmeal coffee. You breakfast might have to text stout. me that later, or it's maybe when good. I'm re-listening to this episode and editing it, Adam, write this so, down right now. But also, <laughs> when we get to it, when we do a double, I did get Parish Brewing. Oh. Uh, I ended up like talking with one of the liquor stores that had chains and the far away chain had the parish brewing which is one of our listeners works there he sent that up to us back in the spring mm-hmm. and so i convinced them to, to send it to, to, p- to send it to the liquor nice. store that i could pick it up at <laughs> and i got uh yeah because you guys didn't rent a car you guys were able to get yeah. a shuttle from the airport yep. to your where you guys so were we, were, we were pretty localized to like basically a mile Please radius send this to me yeah. <laughs> or or i had to like run i had two hours to get there and back from what from when my kid was napping and skip lunch and stuff like that so i didn't want to so i did get the two and we'll have those hopefully soon um because they're flipping amazing so this is actually a magic podcast and not yep. a beer podcast we're, but <laughs> we're we're pretty far into this we're six minutes but, so we do have a giveaway that we're still doing and yes. w- you can retweet it and every time you retweet it uh, and we'll say or yeah. until the end of the month yeah so until we'll, the end of the month well, it'll coincide with how this episode goes out and then I typically will throw out that tweet, and you can retweet that thread. And at the end of the month, we'll take all the people that retweeted, take all the names, and do a and giveaway, kind of like we just we'll did tonight with our Patreon Spin the wheel. Giveaway. Yeah, spin the wheel. and Whoever gets it, we'll contact you, or we'll tell you on Twitter, and we will DM you to get information. But there's also another giveaway. What? Win Lowry's quip. Yeah, so I got a quip <laughs> back when I was supposed to get a foil uncut sheet. Yeah and uh, you did get one eventually i did eventually get one so now i have something to replace the quip <laughs> with quip. so i believe it's unused it and i if you have literally if you retweet it and say i have a quip and i would not mind this you're going to win the random you're gonna be, you're gonna the, win the randomness. Random? what the hell are you talking about <laughs> that's all you have to say <laughs> Because that's not. I, well, I thought I thought I'd get a lot more retweets. I know that's on this. a funny thing. We were we were, we're at like ten because we we double casted last week, so we or two weeks ago, so we didn't know what the results were after the first week. But man, yeah, it didn't get that many compared to the, to the Great Henge giveaway. But still, it's getting it's getting retweets. And the problem was, uh, I just hope you're laughing. I had to use that's... an image, and I it kind of looks like a vibrator that's on the. Image. I thought it looked like a tampon. <laughs> 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 with no string, I need str- 
So it's either a tampon or I don't know. We could give up whatever that, your imagination. Your, <laughs> that was your special. Giveaway. I will send it to you. Some, <laughs> somebody that retweets it for the joke. I'm going to be like, hey, I'm sending this to you. And they're like, I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> then one of our patrons might randomly. End up with Speaking of one of our patrons, we actually had a new patron this week. We did. Who? Uh, it's you a, gotta say it. The frugal, 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 brutal, 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 frugal, frugal, brutal. Thanks, you know buddy, you are. for becoming a patron. Uh, that's very nice to help support us. You were a couple days late for the patron giveaway for Which last month. We should jump into that yeah, right Throne now. Throne of Eldorain. We opened up a box. We, and we had to kind of switch things up because, as you guys know, battle boxes did not come out. We I, are having technical difficulties. <laughs> And three out of the so we recorded th- when it comes four to videos, videos yeah. four different videos when we do those shoots and I was able to get three of them off my phone but not the big one off my phone the one that not. you guys would care about of, <laughs> yeah, like exactly. opening a box and battling <laughs> that one I could not get off my phone I'm thinking it's a computer issue so we, I'm actually I'm already in the pro- all this stuff I'm already in the process of looking for a new computer because uh, well. Diablo, this one's like 10 years Diablo old anyway. Diablo 4 yeah. is coming out. I got this one out when, when Diablo <laughs> 3 came out, so I have to get a new computer. So anyways, we didn't want to like keep wasting Wait, time yeah. and not... So we guys... opened up... Uh, there were some really cool cards. And we didn't do battle packs this time no, because we didn't. we didn't have a video going. So, so everybody that we drew just got the pack. And we actually got... What did we get in this? We, got, we actually got an Oko. An Oko. Which, uh, at the time you're listening to this, may or may not be banned in standard. <laughs> <laughs> so, lucky Maybe. winner. But it, you still use it for Commander. It doesn't matter for, sure. for our format at all. Uh, yeah, Fable Passage, The Great Henge. Once Upon a Time. Embercleave. Like, we, it was a pretty solid box. And then at the end of it, we took whoever didn't win a card or anything like that. We actually... And they got the giveaway. The they got Kenrith. It. Yeah, Kenrith. So, somebody randomly got Kenrith as well out of the non... Non-winners. Yeah. But then you became a winner. We didn't get to use the Lucky Ducky again. That's, no, I was that's... kind of disappointed. You did it once, but you didn't even do Lucky Ducky. You said something else. Was... I, I said Lucky Ducky. Was it Ducky? Yeah, it was for sure Ducky. <laughs> I've never lied in my life. Uh, okay, so I think that's everything. But you guys can, you know, you can go to our normal places. Go to YouTube, follow us, or subscribe there. That's how you do it for free. Mm-hmm. Uh, become a patron. You can get a part of the giveaways that we give away that we just talked about. Give yep. away, give away, give away give... now. If I said Red it hot chili times, peppers. It work. <laughs> what is it, ba- Beetlejuice? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if I say it three times, does Red Hot Chili Peppers let <laughs> flea appear in our? Yeah. No, that would be awful. His diaper's full. Yeah, he's a uh, he has a lot of energy, and my kid is sleeping. <laughs> Uh, so uh okay and then we have what else we got oh well you can always email us that's how we're getting part of this episode today is yeah for sure mike soda sent us a nice long list of ideas and And we're we're taking about half of them (laughs) two of them on just this episode so we're gonna we have one already prepped and we decided not to squeeze it in because i'm not sure how well two hour episodes do we could do that we could become the joe rogan experience and do like three four hour podcasts and just have random conversations uh fast finance gets there a lot like this episode is like two hours and 20 minutes i was like holy moly it's good for me because i'm driving a lot when i'm like coming here it's an hour and change hour 15 hour 20 so that's a good Hmm. uh listen on the way here to and from yeah, good okay. story. Uh, so speaking of that, though, this episode we're actually going to have uh, dickhead cards. Yeah, so dickhead cards. cards. You, and we kind of veered away from what some of them from what 
uh, Mr. Soda thought. So yeah, or, or when you guys give word. suggestions, sometimes we'll use exactly what it is, or sometimes it triggers another idea. But it, we'll, we'll tweak it we'll a little tweak bit, it a little bit to yeah. make it fit for how we want to have a better discussion with it. And so we're just going to kind of discuss the top dickhead cards to use in Commander, not to use in Commander, really. I mean, yeah, yeah, this could be a really bad episode. Like people were like, "Oh, those are good. Yeah. <laughs> I need to play these okay, more." Uh, our play group, please stop listening now, because a lot uh, of us don't play with skip these. Skip to minute forty-five. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, and then please. we also have uh, just the tips. So this is also Mike Soda. Yeah, and we're going to talk about mana bases, three color and five color, and just kind of what we do on mm-hmm. the regular. And so, so yeah, we'll go over that, and then we'll finish up with A and L question, which actually is from Trombley. Kind of, because yeah, we were going to do it anyway. List, but then so Trombley suggested, him credit. I was like, uh, "Oh, cut yeah. this part, cut that part, cut Trombley." That part. Sorry, yeah. taking nope. it back. <laughs> he won't even know because you cut that part. <laughs> exactly, and this part, and this part. Maybe. <laughs> I feel like you're not going to cut this anymore. <laughs> I know I'm not. I love it when we keep saying cut it and then we don't actually. I'm like, well, I'm going to keep it in. All right, so we should we actually jump into the episode? Or was there anything else? Oh, we, we got a lot of notes. Yeah, okay, so it was your son's birthday today, which means I gave you a pack for some reason. Which, my, my son opened up the present, his present, and, you know, he pulled out the first thing, and uh, what was it? I forget the first thing. It was Black Panther. Black Panther. Like, big bobblehead thing. He's like, thing. Daddy! Because I have, yeah. like, the magic ones oh, and yeah, the Game yeah. of Thrones ones mm-hmm. of the pop things. He's like, this is for you. I was like, oh, <laughs> thanks, buddy. And then he pulls out the next one is like a Lego spinner thing, like a battle. It was thing, Ninjago, right? Nin- Ninjago, Jago. Yeah, but like that. you build up a platform and then you hit battle, a lever yeah. and it goes out spinning. And then I didn't see anything else come out. I even like went over to the bag and like looked <laughs> in and I was like, oh, the tradition stops with Drake at five. And then you're, I said it to you like, like, oh, I got it in the car. I was like, oh, yay. No, I just, I <laughs> had it, it I had it down. Yeah, at home. There was here. no point in bringing it. Yeah. And then you might lose it. Yeah, but the funny part is, is seeing them open magic cards like it did for <laughs> a little Lyle's birthday. I was like, is this for Lyle or is I, this for... Even when that happened, I forgot about this. So, like, I was like, oh, that was that's strange. <laughs> so, let's see what you get here. All right. Because uh, I bought three packs along with this, well, and they were not good. There's a foil. I got the, the, the Castle Greenbrig. Green cool. Which I have that one, and then mm-hmm. the foil enchanted carriage. Oh, that's not a good pack. No, not like yours. Once upon a time. Yeah, no, I've done really well with the packs because last year you, I got a, a foil uh, red blue shockland. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've done pretty well for having one. How kid. about this? I go to the store and I choose the pack and give it to myself. That's how Christmas works. <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> that's what i do i go out shopping for everybody and i buy it. like thanks gang <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, okay let's actually jump into this episode what do you want dickhead cards first yeah let's start with the dicks oh we're talking more dicks no, <laughs> sorry number two <laughs> <laughs> and paul. paul paul's kid sorry <laughs> yeah all your children listening i don't know why we apologize to yeah. everybody if your, your kids listen but with yeah why are you doing <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> this is not not saying that you shouldn't like spread the word still... but if people aren't if they don't like dicks then sorry i would let them play with their ipad and put headphones on how about would... this i'll bleep out all the dicks I mean, that's probably okay, too, but <laughs> that's a lot of bleeping. We could do that. That'd be a good... A lot of bleeps. Are... Like, how... We should... Okay, I don't know if we want to make it this one. On air one. production meeting right yeah, here. Okay, this okay. is totally what we're I don't... doing right now. I want... 
one time where we up the swearing, but you bleep, bleep it every time. <laughs> That's what, like, maybe we just planned or on just that. Bleep just bleep things like, that we aren't even swearing. I just you start bleeping stuff. Or it's just like, why <laughs> is there like even a, a swear word in that part of that sentence? That doesn't even make sense. <laughs> Because if so people that get we curious, they're like, what did you say there? Because <laughs> I won't remember. <laughs> no, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're oh, yeah. talking about, a, you know, I was going to the store, and then, you know, uh, they didn't have my rock star, so I was really upset. <laughs> but then I bleep one of that, and it's like, why would you if you, throw if you a swear bleeped, word in there? No, that's what, exactly what you This is a long on-air production. <laughs> yeah, but so, like, when you said rock star, bleep out the first part and have ock. Ock star. <laughs> so it makes it sound like like makes it sound like you said a yeah. swear word but it well, doesn't line seen, up is that uh jimmy kimmel that does that or somebody does that One i don't watch the, tv well i don't either but i've seen heard the bits where they're inappropriate or improper bleeps so they'll bleep something that it isn't a swear word but they they cut out the word so it makes it look like they're swearing. <laughs> so they make it, they bleep it where they, they didn't actually swear there, but they make it think you're like they're saying an actual swear word in that spot. It's pretty. I'm all right with that. All right, we're doing it this episode. This one? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Good luck. We both cracked our knuckles on that. <laughs> we right, did. Let's we're... start with the head <laughs> cards. Um, so going through the list, I know a big thing that people, we don't There's... come across this as much, so I kind of want to get it out of the way, but like, land destruction cards yeah for sure and like mass land so, destruction. some of this you'll hear as like a the social contract of edh or mm. commander because there are cards that's just like man that's dickhead. this game is long and if or it can be long and if you are mass land destructing the entire table then it goes even longer. Takes for, like that. That's way worse than Cyclonic Rift mm-hmm. to make the game long. Yeah, because like, this it, is Cyclonic. Just everybody awful. gets to, they have their land still out, and they're just able to replay and do all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, yeah. This is just like tables dead. Like this unless you have like a way to get ahead to Fury's protection, and then playing Apocalypse after, and then not having to win. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I did. You did do ago. that one time. <laughs> um, but like again, uh, a couple months ago, we talked about like. Trombley has Armageddon in his Kalia deck. It sucks losing to it, but at least he's going to mm. win more than likely. Yeah. Unless you're just like, oh, I'm going to kill your Kalia before like, you attack. Yeah. And you hope that they don't have a huge port presence type thing. But there's... I think the reason why we haven't... In, in, you go to number two's play group, they have a little bit more of an issue because I think Bill tends to play with more land destruction. Yeah, he, he enjoys it, which is... Fine. We just haven't yeah. come across where people have done that in ours, so I think that's why we aren't uh, butthurt by it. <laughs> like it just yeah. it hasn't, and now it's going to because people are going to play with. Yeah, but I mean that's it's kind of uh, like you said, it's uh, a code with magic is the mass land because you hear it from a lot of groups saying mass land destruction sucks. Yeah, sucks. and so it's it's hard to really gain those resources back unless your deck is geared mm. to do that so like if sony man like like if you're just mass- randomly throwing mass ran uh mass land destruction in your deck that's you're just a dick yeah <laughs> but if you like you're to, saying if you have a, a, plan a plan with it and like you should be winning with this like the example i just said with teferi's protection and apocalypse it's supposed to be you play apocalypse teferi's protection yourself yeah you discard your hand 
but you get to keep everything and everybody else's board just is loses gone. Everything. And so even if you have a little board presence at that point, you should be able to win the game because no one else is going to catch up to yeah, you. Yeah, you should point. be able to win after that. But if sure. you're just going, all right, I'm fucking red guys. and I'm going to throw this land destruction here. And Jackal hops yeah. or like, so some of like, what are some of the cards on this list? Uh, I like, didn't even write them down because I was yeah. just like, yeah. <laughs> um, two things like Blood Moon back to basics yeah i put those on here and like there's a big long list of like mass land destruction and we talked about armageddon i said jockel hops um and there are some higher casting ones there's like cataclysm and wait with um, uh blood moon everybody should pretty much know that but like same with back to basics it's it's affecting the non-basic lands yeah so if people are playing with basics it still gives you a chance it's not wiping out i think those are at least fairer yeah. like but people get i don't pissed. yeah i don't, I don't have as big as, of a problem because I, I play with basics if yeah. you're not i don't <laughs> play with basics now because of lowry <laughs> taught me less and you guys have and i did the times. i did a mass land i did the wave of vitriol but it was going to find basics and i was playing a five color deck yeah which hey that goes in with what we're talking about with this and episode I, and i actually don't have any problem with like a, a wave of vitriol like as long as you have the basics you're you're kind of replenishing mm-hmm. your land base no problem with that there's a red version of it for four as well that only does non-basic lands that's from commander set yeah you- forgot the name of it but i like that card i think that's a lot more fair yeah because you're not wiping the board you might be wiping somebody that doesn't play basics in their deck then they're kind of screwed yeah then they need to learn to do that i learned yeah <laughs> uh and then like another one that kind of just sucks on a combo thing like if you're strip mining with a crucible of worlds on top of exploration and yeah like that's remnant excavator with yeah just bringing lands back from your graveyard and just continuing to machine gun lands i think you're gonna catch the tables ire in that the thing about the strip mine though is it takes a little longer you know it's not everybody's land is gone you're having to pick on one person you're you're and also again people are going to see that and they're just going to go oh i i think we need to stop this guy yeah because eventually so it's at least fairer yeah but it's still a dickhead thing i i have it in my gitrog deck any of the stuff that i'm playing my lands i mean it has to go in there for that so the the one time where I think it's okay to mess with somebody's lands is if they're playing Gaia's Cradle. No. Yes. No. I do have that I as a dickhead card. No. I have it as a dickhead no. card, but we can get there later. <laughs> no, it's actually uh, another good list you can go to if you guys want to check this out is go to EDH Rec, and they have... Oh, yeah, yeah. The saltiest and gayest cradles in there. Is, is it? Yeah, it is in there. <laughs> so I just, right before this, Adam was like, oh, they have the saltiest list. I was like, oh, that's amazing. Yeah. I did not know that be- before I made this list. But our list came out pretty similar. Yeah. Um, would you finish your beer? I want to get on the next one. Well, I'm ready for the beer. I just chug it at the one. When you're ready to get that one, I was ready. I didn't want to be dry sitting here. All right. This is, uh, mm. we're moving on to the next one. But this one's going to be called Space Pope. This is from Cigar City. Space and, uh, Pope? Yeah, there's an IPA. Uh, okay, so that was the land stuff. Was there anything else about lands you wanted to talk about? No, but I, I, I hope people understand why they're dickhead cards. Like, Let me taste it's, this beer. It's a different taste from a sour. Yeah, there's an IPA. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, yeah, I actually like it. I just had to get the sour out of my mouth. Okay. Um, so, I yeah, I think just messing with people's lands, like, Nobody complains when you're like, destroy all artifacts and their rocks go away. Mm-hmm. Like, that is hurting people's mana, but they're not, you're not, oh, you're such a dickhead or I'm super salty. It's like, oh, that happens in a game. Yeah. But some, like, you just don't really want to accept 
um, like getting your lands blown up. Like that's that's really hard because you can't just like bring them all back. Yeah, it's uh, like you just said, Cyclonic Rift is kind of like this, but it just you're able to play your cards back, mm-hmm. you know. So it's mm-hmm. not if you play a Cyclonic Rift and don't have an answer, or like you said, sometimes it is to save you, but then it makes the game go that much longer. Yeah. Uh, I would say jumping into the next kind of tier of stuff. I would go into like the the stuff that stays tapped. So you have your Vorin Clicks, which is a, a hated card. I think we've had that as a kill on sure, site. Sure, yeah. Um, what that card does is your stuff stays tapped, or your land stays tapped. stays tapped. And the person right. that has Vorin Clicks, their lands are doubled. So yeah, <clears throat> it that, stays tapped for one extra and there, turn. And just yeah, having so you have the orbs, the static winter orb, all that stuff. What are, what are some others? I have like Stoic Angel. Do you know that one at all? It's like a 3-4 flyer in, in pants, and then a player's going to lay on tap one creature per turn. I but I but it has Vigilance and Flying. I think I so. do know that one. Yeah. Uh, I like that one. Stasis. Stasis. I think. I have that. Stasis that's was the number, number one, one saltiest. On saltiest <laughs> cards. And that's old school. I remember playing that when I first was starting, you know, playing yeah, that with Stasis Doppelganger is, and everything like that. Again, I, I don't know if I have... I don't have a problem with these if you can break the symmetry Right, number two. I <laughs> like how you pointed at the computer. <laughs> number two, I'm yeah. looking at you. Don't send me a dictionary. <laughs> We've afraid. got two of them, right? Two dictionaries. <laughs> number two is a lawyer. He knows. He knows words. That's why I. I he stay, knows words real good. I, I, I stay with my low to medium words. You try to branch <laughs> into try, those. I try and sound smart, words. and then <laughs> it back. Actually, I'd like to say I try. I push my words, and I'm like, I hope I get away with this. I don't, I'm not. I'm not 100 percent sure on that one. But I fuck up easy ones like symmetry and asymmetrical. I don't know what my problem is sometimes. Oh, you know, we pointed that out. Now we're going to get a lot of uh, dictionary text. Oh, uh, I know. Tweets. I know. Uh, another one. So stasis is super dicky uh smoke is another enchantment it's like two red players can only untap one uh creature per upkeep uh so these cards like i i don't have a problem with them again if you have something like seedborn muse or like a bear umbra or um sort of feast and fama to like untap lands and gain and gain that advantage have a plan with what you're doing yeah i don't but most of the time people don't they just like uh, this is a dick card. I'll put yeah. it in here. So like I've I've played a couple of um, Mogus, the red black gone, where it's just like you have to sacrifice a creature or pay two life, and then they're like, but also you like they're playing winter orb, uh, static orb, mm. and artifacts that just make it so you can't do anything either, and they just you're going to lose after twenty turns <laughs> and just paying two life, yeah. like that that blows. So. Uh, those decks suck to play against. What's the uh, card you played with recently? And it just popped into my head, but you had a plan with it, so it was kind of nice. It's the is it mana mana web or mana something where you tap opponents when they tap mana, they have to tap all their mana. That would be it's mana web, and then there's uh, the red enchantment as well. Not mana flare. That one does no. Uh, that doubles the, yeah. land everybody's land. Um. But you had a plan with that. What was the plan when you did? Because that was a recent deck that um, you had. It was Zantra. Yeah. From so last you were year. trying to make it so, so that people yeah, yeah. were having to use its ability to draw, or you were the only yeah, one. Yeah. So in Zantra, what what it was was you have Zantra out, and then you have let's say Mana Web out, and so somebody taps a land to play a spell. They have to tap all of that, like that color of land, I think, or all their land, 
And so it's like, well, let's put it into my pool. Where am I gonna, what am I going to use it on? Mm-hmm. Anything left over, oh, yeah, use on Oh, shares Sancho. the color of that mana. They yeah, have to for that one. That. But yeah. the, the, the red enchantment is tap, tap all the all. land. Yeah. So, uh, and then I can also, see that being a dick card if you're just throwing it in there to be a dick. Yeah. That scared me. But it can, it can also, like, if you're trying to fight against, like, a counterspell deck, that forces them to tap out every time they want to play a spell. Speaking of dick cards... <laughs> Counterspells, all of them. <laughs> Just kidding. Thank you. No, I don't have totally. any problem. That was on my joke section of dick cards. <laughs> hey, we didn't make a joke section. I have a joke section. <laughs> it was counterspells. That's the only one. <laughs> no, there's one more. <laughs> What's the other one? Oko. Oko. <laughs> <laughs> Such a dick card. Ruins every format he's in except for Commander because yeah, we're the best. Even affect us. We're the best. <laughs> bring those elks everywhere it's funny to see all the memes and all that stuff going it around. is funny it's like, I do like this that. doesn't even affect us at all <laughs> the uh the thing the meme that i saw was uh there's a game called skyrim and it was like i took one to the like an arrow to the knee mm-hmm. this is this is magic's took an arrow to the knee like uh three three elk gotcha so it was funny when i read it there was Your there dick. was a couple of them that Your were dickhead card <laughs> So uh, stacks, stacks slow a game down. Again, the games are already really long. So if you're looking to slow the game down further, mm. you're just being a dickhead. The I would say the next step would be into the hindering on your casting and stuff. So like things like uh, Void Winor makes it so your opponents can't cast or block with even, even creatures. Yeah. Um, anything that taxes people playing cards um i don't actually have a problem with those you're talking about like i know we'll bring it up in the grand arbiters grand arbiter one that'll yeah i don't have a problem with that but they're head cards again i I don't have a problem with it i wouldn't call it it like head cards to me are something that like i'm just like oh you're a (laughs) so maybe these are cards You believe in these, right? <laughs> no, not necessarily. Maybe but we should blame you, all these out. Yeah, you see, when Trombley plays his Grand Arbiter, we're just like, oh, you f***er. Yeah, I guess f***er. You yeah, yeah. yeah. I think there's a difference. I think it's... Yeah, it, it is a Grand Ar- We do have Grand Arbiter on there. So I think as a total for the, the tax part, I was also like thinking all of-, of them being used, that sucks mm-hmm. because it does slow the game down big time. So if you're doing like... Thalia and well, the um, one that got banned was the other one that was I would have put on this list. The uh, the angel that Iona, yeah, yeah, for sure. That was a dickhead card because you could lock somebody out of the game sometimes if you're okay. If they're playing. We, we talked really about point. that 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 before. That most of the time you aren't playing one colors, but so they- here here's I did have this idea. I didn't write down any specific cards, but uh, I didn't want to really write it down either. It's when somebody specifically metagames for you. Yeah. So, like, a strictly, like, a head card, I believe, I want to say it's Anarchy. And it's two red, two colorless, sorcery, destroy all, uh, I want to say planes. Oh. Yeah, and so it's just it. like, it, obviously nobody's going to metagame against a mono-white deck, but <laughs> <laughs> there are cards out like that, like Chill, that makes red spells. Yeah. Like, when it, it's like, this might affect people, mm-hmm. but if somebody only has one or two decks and you're like, that guy, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get them with these super corner case cards that I know only hurt that person. Like to me, that is it's at least a bad move, um, because you're you're only hurting that player. I would say when we were kids, Jake was manhandling us with his counter spell deck. 
So we would at least I would specifically try to make decks that was just dealing with this <laughs> counter spell deck. But then, but now it has. I mean, I've yeah. changed it to. That was when we were kids. Now it's more of. You shouldn't be building a deck to just go after a certain kind of deck or person. It should be for sure. Yeah. You should be able to win with that deck against everybody. And yeah, so, you should have a wide range of ability. Yeah. And if you're only going to, what if they didn't play that? You just have a dead card yeah. in hand. And that's what it's I hate. Like, I hate when yeah. things are specific to certain things because, like you just said, you don't want to get caught. I don't ever want to have a card in my hand that I can't use. Yeah. You know, and if you have something, I like want that, that flexibility right. and being able to. And so, if you know that you're just getting picked on, that sucks for that player. On, mm. on, you know, if they're you know giggling and they're like ha 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 that's funny all right fine you could do that but I, i'd get frustrated after a couple games yeah. of that um and maybe that's what it is like dickhead cards like frustrate the table yeah and so this could be a really wide range of a of a deck mm -hmm. or, or just like, like idea, idea yeah the section of what <clears throat> because, we're talking about here or topic because dickhead cards could be just something that's super prevalent that is hard to deal with. Like, well, like everybody's playing Cyclonic Rift. Well, I have on here Soren Markov is one of the dickhead cards because every time that comes out, somebody's life is ten. <laughs> but yeah. it's actually a card that needs to get used because you got to get. Uh, if I'm in a black deck, I don't necessarily always put it in there, but yeah. it is an answer to somebody that goes infinite with life, you know, or yeah. you know, just it, sometimes it's just like an answer for that mm -hmm. the person that's winning greatly, and you're like, okay, let's let's bring it down card. with me. <laughs> Uh, again, so like I would say that these cards are way different than game winners. Yeah, like Soren in my mind is like close to a game winner. It's like put you to ten, attack you for fifteen, and get that much through, and just yeah, end the game right there. One person down to ten though. At, but you know, if yeah. you can protect it and all that stuff, you could do it again. Uh, so like, I think the list is different from game winners. Mm -hmm. uh, well, because so. you could have, I think. Uh, when Mike Soto was kind of just uh, brainstorming some of this stuff, he even threw in there like Crater Hoof or something like, and I was like, well, Crater Hoof is actually have a, a game, game winner. Yep, you know, that's a lot of the game winners that I, mm -hmm. if I'm trying to look for one thing with green, I've talked about it before. Crater Hoof is something. Another one that I have that I know that you, oh, maybe I took it. I did take it off of there. Oh. Because it was a game winner. That's why I took it off was Triumph of the Hordes. But it's, sure. Yeah, I agree. That's a game poison, winner. It's poison, but it's a game winner. It's, it does a similar thing that Crater Well, Rift we'll does. talk about. I think poison's a dickhead <laughs> deck. Specifically. If you're just doing a poison I deck. I think if you're just a poison deck, that's a dickhead move. Why? Do you think it's because I don't like poison? Yes. No, I don't have a pro. Well, okay, I have a problem you with the poison don't as well. Like but poison. It, the reason why it's a dickhead you thing don't is like it. oftentimes that it's it's like a really fast aggro deck, and then they burn out. Mm. So you get one player really quick, and then oftentimes you're not strong enough to deal with the rest of the table, especially since you haven't dealt with them for until that player's dead. So one person's out, and the rest of the game is happening, and that person's sitting out for at least an hour. See, and that's and why... And it's just like, that's <clears throat> dickhead. and Because you're not going to win with poison unless you're whole table like triumph right, of the what horde I do, what i do with um or nekasar yeah so you give nekasar infect and then you make everybody draw 10 cards and yep. everybody i dead. that that type of poison i don't have a problem with but when it's like over. but it an kills aggro. one person and that person sits for four hours while yeah everybody else is that's and that's what you got to understand like if your poison deck has a person sitting for hours change your deck because mm -hmm. you, that person it sucks for that person yeah and then 
if you're able to win quickly, you know, you got to gauge where it is there too. Like if you're able to get the other players, but you know, I don't have as big of a problem with poison, but I totally agree with what you're saying that if, if your deck is based off of wiping out one player and not being mm-hmm. able to handle the, three the, the players, table, then that's a dickhead to, idea. Yeah, you need to change it up unless you're planning. Yeah, you need to be able to wipe everybody out. So I have uh, my buddy Nick. We've brought him up a couple times, but he had a Shu Yun deck. That's red, white, blue. Ugh. And you know the deck I'm talking about. Because he went after me with that deck. Yeah, he but that's, focused just on me, and it didn't matter what the rest of the table was doing. It was Because that's me. what that deck does. Yeah. It, it was called He called it One Punch Man, because all he could do was just one punch yeah. one person, just go boom, 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 double strike, you're dead. Oh, he lost his shit because he was play- I was playing my <laughs> Animar deck, which, yeah, my Animar deck with real cards in it was like $1,000, and he, that's what he kept bringing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my, my $30 deck beat your $1,000 deck. I was yeah. like, well, they're all proxies, so really my deck's cheaper than your deck, fucker. No. So, but like that's the whole point. That's the whole thing. Like the Can you tell him the better? yeah, you're he was a dickhead to you, and you're yeah. not happy about it. But that's what that deck was based off yeah. of doing. And so if so, he wiped had, me if, out, and then the game went for about an hour and a half. And two we just hours. ignored him because his hand was empty. Yeah, he couldn't do anything. I killed Shu Yun a couple times, just going like, eh, I don't want to really worry about it. Uh, and he did not win that game. Yeah, and I he, he didn't and have I a chance. Seated to go do other things for an hour you, and a half. You went and swept. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I think you, I went upstairs and talked to my wife. Yeah. And I was like, "Yeah, I just got wiped out in like the first I don't know <laughs> ten minutes of this game. They've yeah. been playing for an hour and a half now." And so, like, that's you, you need to be a little cognizant of what the table, right. what what's happening at the table. So and I that's, guess it. It, it kind of goes into your play group too. I guess a little bit. I guess it's our play group we don't do the whole wipe out somebody as fast as possible. Mm-hmm. It normally is spreading the damage around. Yeah. And we if somebody's not coming out, in. you kind of just like keep them even, but you're not killing them because they're not yeah. doing anything. And you, you try to keep everybody in the game for as long as possible. Cause it does suck. If, unless there's more games going on, if we have multiple groups, yeah, a couple then they pods, can jump know. onto that one. But yeah. All right. Now we're kind of getting to a different topic. <laughs> um, Play group. Uh, what's just, another one? Let's kind of move quicker on this because we are already half hour into this. No, but... fuck that. <laughs> well, no, I'm just. Uh, I only have like I did the Praetors on mine. Well, you said Praetors. I started actually. Yeah, sure. We you went Foreign Clacks. Do you think? I don't know mm-hmm. if I. I don't hate Elish Norn. I don't. I don't Elish dislike Norn the. Can be tough though. Red, black, and white. I don't have a problem with. Blue and black, green. Blue Gin, is definitely Gataxius, where you're drawing seven cards and they're all discarding their hand. That's dickhead. I'd say those two are a top tier, and I put white kind of in a middle tier. Elish, I like it. I guess it's not a dickhead. It does wipe out. It just it speeds the it game. Confuses up. the shit out. You know, people like we forget about it. We've done that. Where I was like, all right, I'm bringing back this, and then we're like moving on to the next turn. And I was like, oh no, dude, Elish Norn's dead. out. That's it's dead. already been dead. Yeah, it's gone. You couldn't do what you thought you just did. <laughs> like, shit. I was like, ah, can I redo? Yeah. So like, that's why we gotta-, gotta make a digi token for it. Did you token? Oh, gotta write that down. Um, <laughs> so the uh, I don't have a problem with three of the five, but Vorinclax and Jin Gataxius is those ones are sick. Yeah, Shieldred can be oppressive, but the only but one, I don't have a problem with it. One creature a turn, they're bringing yeah. back a creature. It's not. It's a it's swing. And it's good. Yeah, but it's it normally gets killed right away when it comes out. It can be. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, so what else do you have on your list? I think I've pretty much used up my list before we get into... If we get into... We'll do maybe... <clears throat> okay, 
So this this one I don't see it all, and thank God, and hopefully people don't start playing it. Uh, so this is the you can't play your commander cards. Mm. These cards are dickhead oh, yeah, I cards. I added one in here. So Nevermore is an example, and when that enchantment comes into play, you name a card. That card cannot be played. You name their commander, and then they're done, and, and then, then, that's they're, picking and then on they're one just like, again. yeah. And so that sucks. And so similar things, declaration or not, would counterspell for a blue essentially yeah, in a chance. Will Sater, Willow Sater, which ah, uh, that's that's a different well, part. It's stealing, I guess. Yeah. Uh, meddling mage, voidstone gargoyle, and then null chamber is kind of at least an interesting one. Uh, so it's more fair, except for when you're playing. Dickhead what does that ones. one do? Uh, null chamber is four mana white enchantment, and when it comes into play, you name a card. And target player can't play that card, and then they name a card, oh, and you can't play that card. <laughs> yeah. But you or or another player can't play that card. So you could be like, "I'm going to name your commander," and they're like, "Well, I'm going to name that You're, guy's commander yeah. because I put it in Derevi, where you just pay uh, green, white, blue, colorless, mm. and put it into play. You're not casting it, so you get around that clause. Oh. So you." <laughs> But I other than that, that, yeah, it's super dickhead. I I've only played so when that you once. Play that deck, I will be playing. I, I killed um, it a couple years ago. I was ago. gonna say I was gonna play Eureka <laughs> at that point. <laughs> so I did play that, and it sucked because I was playing against Mark, and it was the first time he was playing Scarab God deck. And I was like Scarab God. He's like, well, that fucking sucks. <laughs> I'm not even playing. He's like, I'm now. gonna name yours. I was like, you could name his. He's like, no, I'm gonna name yours. I was like, it's not gonna do anything. He's like, I don't care. <laughs> So I yeah that they're just dickhead cards like let people play their commanders even if they're good yeah well don't don't and, lock them out I mean and there are some cards that get around it yeah so find find other ways yeah all right and then uh, like I said with Willow Sater what what else do you stealing have stealing cards some people really dislike stealing yeah well, like your that's cards. almost more. That would get people pissed off than anything with the uh, stealing cards. Just being able to have their card pisses people off quite a bit. <laughs> and and you said Will of Seder, and that's just it's a legends card. It's kind of expensive now, but it's tap, steal a legend. Uh there is a blue merfolk from Judgment, I believe, that also does it. Mm-hmm. Um I talked about it back in my Cumena deck, because I do have it in there. And that steals. Uh, fucking planeswalkers too <laughs> i would also put in there but not for planeswalkers but just in general send sure. triplets okay so you're stealing from our commander dickheads. well because i don't think we're, we discussed we already had kind of a dickhead <laughs> uh we weren't gonna actually do this list then we might we might we might just go over it but yeah for sure send triplets like that one's just you're playing somebody's hand on each of your turn mm-hmm. on your turn you get to you're, you're gonna do your ramp and then and play their take stuff somebody's turn. for sure so it's it's kind of a dickhead thing and that's why uh, i don't play that deck I anymore think, <laughs> uh i think probably in my opinion my favorite one oh man, but maybe you're a dick <laughs> <laughs> i am uh bribery i have to okay what? no you're killing you're stomping on my touchdown call <laughs> It is a dickhead. That is a dick. Actually, I wanted that one. So you get to go and steal a creature from somebody's library and put it into play under your control for five mana. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And acquire is for artifacts, which is also a great card. It's a lot cheaper. That's a little um, more fair because then you're always going to get a soul ring. No, nah, you're going to go get a Blightsteel Colossus yeah. when that dickhead's that dickhead's <laughs> that, playing it. So you're going to be a dickhead <laughs> play away before they. Uh, I I just think it's funny, and this is just kind of. Oh, uh, maybe this is an off-air thing or not. <laughs> we just got the text about saying that we talked about dick so much, and the next episode is talking about dick. Yeah, <laughs> that's all we've Sorry. been saying. Is... 
You should bleep this. Let it do it once and then bleep them all. <laughs> oh, this is pretty funny. We I think we should, we should do that. that. Yeah. We just picked this out and we're like, oh. I'm sorry. Love you. <laughs> What's our That's next really good point? We're saying dick a lot. <laughs> yeah, I know. Because you were saying every other word, every other sentence was dick. Dick. Yeah. Head, dick, head, dick head. Uh, so this one, uh, having the next one, we're splitting these. Uh, Jaya Lai. This was the first one I had. This is also from Cigar City. I bought it like a 12-pack, so I, I for sure didn't get through these because I was I was cruising through stuff. So this is also an IPA, highly regarded. has an interesting smell to it. Uh, I think it's my least favorite. I like the other one a little better. Yeah, this one's a bit stronger than the other, the Space Pope, but this one's still pretty solid. You like As my an description IPA. of stuff? It just goes by favorite. Like, I don't even go, no, this tastes... I'm going to uh, rank this one higher this is or lower. Hoppy? Am I saying it right, Laurie? <laughs> <laughs> Bitter? No, that's not right. Uh, okay, what else we got? Because we should move on to our next list. No, so I got specific cards. <laughs> I have a lot of bleeping to do here. I'm not looking forward to it. Uh, okay, so I think Narset Parter of Veils is pretty bad for the static ability of opponents can't draw more than one card per turn. So, like, this is... Yeah, but you typically... Well, like we just said, if you're again, just putting it in a deck to put it in a deck... I think this one's fine, but if you gear your deck around this, like... Uh, if you put this in, oh, so this is one you're doing the opposite. Yeah. Or if you gear your deck towards it, this can be really oppressive. <laughs> this is like Leovold. Yeah. Uh, Leovold is banned as a commander and in commander because it's same ability. Yeah. This can't be your commander because it's a planeswalker, but it's still incredibly powerful when you put it down, even if you're not gearing. Actually, like, but if you put in. This this deck with like Howling Ma, Mine, Font, or Mythophantos. Nope, Font of Mythos. I'm drunk. It <laughs> uh, <laughs> just cards in. that like Kami of the Crescent Moon, like cards that just hey everybody gets to draw a ton of cards. No, you almost know. like Nekosar, but you still you yeah. in Nekosar you want those yeah. players drawing it, so it's not quite good there. But um, well, yeah, I mean Nekosar, you can do it in different ways. Actually, with my Nekosar deck, I have all angles with that where I. The point is to kill everybody at some point by everybody drawing cards and damage or poison. But then I also do have those cards in there where it's if I need the cards in that situation that I am oppressing some that um, thief of whatever it's the one that has black blue two colorless flash yeah three two and it or has something. what is it haunting or no no it doesn't it's, have haunt it's but the, it's goes on a creature doesn't it oh you're and, talking about whispers of madness I believe it? that's a sorcery. Is that the one? Yeah, it might be. Or, but you're you're talking about thief. the thief. Yeah, yeah the but thief. The, the thief is whenever someone, an opponent draws a card, you draw that many cards instead. Instead, yeah. yeah. So you play that with Nekasar, you draw the cards, you get the advantage. Or mm-hmm. I think I also not did, taking the damage. I think I did also throw in the uh, alt win con with Nekasar by having the, uh, whatchamacallit, Laboratory Maniac. Uh, did you put new Jason there? You probably haven't even changed anything. Nope, haven't changed that in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so another one. I think Sire of Insanity yeah, is pretty brutal. Yeah, discard your cards. No, at end of turn. Oh, at, everybody's, at end of every turn, everybody discards their hand. Yeah, that one's pretty brutal. That one is dickhead. <laughs> I loved that one. <laughs> I and I did, I actually just took, like, I went through, made this list, and I was going through Xantra, and I was like, this is pretty dickhead. Yeah. Pulled it out. <laughs> no, so the, the thing with that card, and the deck that I love it in, is, you know what deck that is? Which one? 
Um, it's the uh, whatchamacallit do where I play from the bottom of the line. Grenzo? Yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> so it works perfect in Grenzo because I'm discarding my hand into my graveyard. And, and then, then I have cards, cards that from put the graveyard, graveyard on the bottom. So I'm getting everybody at the same time, but then I'm playing off of yeah. my graveyard. No, that so. card's brutal. Yeah. So it's awesome. <laughs> uh, we said Praetors. Uh, a little interaction, I would say. Ajani Steadfast and Doubling Season. So Ajani Steadfast, Ultimates, and then when you with Doubling Season, when you Ultimate, they're, uh, every point of damage that's dealt to them, like from a source is reduced down to one. Yeah, we've had and that's that forever. Like it's impossible but essentially to kill that person. You have to have that's a two card thing, two Yeah, card again, well that's it's similar to like strip mine crucible worlds. Yeah, there are dickhead it's a, like a dickhead thing that I kind of saw. Like it's of, it's one of the not winning outright the game, but it's like you basically yeah. won. That happened recently in the last Yeah, no, we were, Zach. Zach had it that's uh, right. last year. We're just like, okay, well, we can't really. <laughs> we kill we played you. it out until like it was down to me and him, and I was just like, I can't get past your fifteen fifteen mm-hmm. Atraxa because you're going to gain that much life. It's not worth me attacking with three one ones. Like, it's dumb. That's where poison comes in. I still, I didn't have the board. <laughs> that, that's that. It wasn't going to happen. Uh, and then uh, I alluded to it earlier. Guy is cradle, dickhead. No, why is it a dickhead? The greatest card in the world. I, I think it's for I think it comes down to it's such a it's, big mana advantage. It's so big of an advantage and it's so hard to have just of like because of price point. Mm-hmm. If it was more frequent, like if people could get their hands on it and it was like if it was like a hundred bucks, it wouldn't be nearly it was as at salty. One point. It, yeah, like <laughs> why didn't you pick it up then, Lowry? <laughs> because I was homeless. <laughs> Not literally. I just lived in my dad's home <laughs> and couldn't afford guy. anything. All he carried around was a box of magic cards with him. Now I just look homeless. <laughs> but yeah, like I think it's that price differential, and it has it, it's a bit of a pedestal as well. Like. Uh, dual lands are expensive, but they're not salty. You're just like, ah, okay, you're playing with money here. Cradle is just like the huge advantage, and you're just like, all right, fuck this guy. <laughs> that's that's how I see it. And that's, that's why, why I, Lowry plays uh, strictly hate cards for Gaius Cradle. Not in his strictly, <laughs> but I do, when I pick my removal, I make sure that I have stuff that can deal with lands. Because that... Specifically, Gaius Cradle. For that reason, yes. <laughs> but Cradle is... Probably the only downside with our proxy rule, in my opinion. Because I'm the only one that has You're it. You're the only one that has it, and you can you put it in every green deck. Pretty much. I just thank God that you don't tutor for it. No, because it got rid of the tutors. <laughs> well, I mean, you could have, like, crop rotation, sacrifice a land, put Guy's Cradle into play from your graveyard, or, like, from your library, or you could... You could hey, you know, do that kind of thing. You know thing. what you could do, which I forgot to mention in the beginning? What? Dollar to duels and dollar oh, to Gaius Cradle. <laughs> Is that what you want to do? Uh, I do want to give a little update with that dollar to duels in, do. in, a, in the middle of this. Uh, but uh, I have continued that. I'm, I'll call it level two uh, on about four cards. I think one is Archfiend of Ifnir. Ifnir. Yeah. Uh, one is Oath of Nyssa, which actually one of our listeners, I forget who it was, somebody else was mentioning. It might have been Bill or Besh or somebody was mentioning 
uh, Oath of Nyssa as one of their dollar to duels. Was it? When was that, though? What? Because since then, I believe it's been banned in Now Pioneer. it's been banned. Yes, yeah, yeah. so I sold it before then. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So the, like, that was that was a nice little spike. Yeah, so I got that, and what else did I get? Oh, Treasure Cruise. Treasure Cruises, I bought those for 50 cents. So that's a recent one. I've specced on it just Foils, recently. 50 Foils, cent, 50 cents. Up to five, five bucks. bucks right now. So. Okay. That's a little update with it. I am continuing that. I'm going to kind of try to figure out a graph of some sort to kind of keep track of it. But anyways, back to this. You could do Dollar Decay as Cradle, Lowry. You still need a couple duels. So let's do Dollar to Duels, Can right? you just do like a long beep there with my paws? I mean, I'm just not that aggressive. I don't, I don't care enough. Other than I'm just going to put gonna a removal You're just going to complain about it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Uh, all right, let's move. You stole hour. it from me. I was, I was just a child. It's <laughs> just a child. I was just as much a child as no, you were. No, you were a year older child. <laughs> I knew it at that time. I was like, this fucker's going Your brain up. was more developed than mine. <laughs> Still is. Ouch. <laughs> all right. because I drink more than you. the rest of your list? Yeah, no, I'm good. Let's do a one I'm segment. Uh, I'm good. All right. Uh, do we want to just... Uh, We'll move the fi- the mono fixing for next week because we did talk about it that we were going to talk yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. So we're no, you kinda... just cut that part too. <laughs> yeah, but I cut everything. I got it. Just beep that part. <laughs> <laughs> beep. <laughs> <laughs> what did you talk about there? I don't know what they were going to talk about. That would be great. <laughs> that actually. <laughs> but what about my description? I'll just like start cutting out words here and there with it. This episode just gonna call it be called uh, beep. I think yeah. it'll get turned off because people are like, "This hurts my ears." <laughs> Have it low level. Uh, okay, so a couple of the dickhead commanders. Yeah, we're gonna move into that. We're we're changing it because we are getting a little long. Uh, that's what she said. I wish. <clears throat> I wish. I wish. Gadak Teague is one that Larry had mentioned earlier. Uh, we Did also. I? Yeah, you mentioned Gadak Teague along with the uh, the other gal, the white and blue girl, Lavinia Azorius Renegade. No, yeah. that was. That was oh, pre- when we were just talking. That was when we were chit-chatting. Pre- Okay, so Gedek Teague it's is... A, well, I mean, it's kind of like... I, a, I don't personally have a problem with it, but I think some people do because it doesn't allow you to play your uh, spells. Yeah. Uh, anything of four or more mana that's a non-creature spell, uh, you can't play it when Gedek Teague is in play, and then also X spells are turned off. Uh, so you tune your deck to be, n- so this doesn't hit you at all and no effect. You know, this shuts off, like makes it so people can't play Planeswalkers. Um, Wraths become pretty tough to play. Uh, this this can really slow down a lot of cards. Yeah. Um, and I can see why people get frustrated with it. Uh, I just hope that your deck is tuned enough to kind of like start being aggressive along with it. I think the hard part with Gaddick Teague, though, is it's a two-drop, which happens... For sure. As as a commander, it's like, two-drop. Okay, I'm going to kill it. Bitch. All right, four-drop. Before you're even playing those four, you know... Yeah. So it's kind of hard creatures. to deal with. It, it, it's a taxing thing that comes out pretty damn early. Uh, I have on here Brea. <laughs> Just because Brea is so... Oh, the artifact one? Yeah. I, every time you play that card it's so like not oppressive but man that card can do so much and it's hard to deal with Uh, and that's where my list kind of turned into what cards i hate hate. (laughs) (laughs) instead of dickhead cards so i just was like okay brea is pretty difficult i actually put rashmi my commander this this guy okay because i'm playing on other people's turns and so your specific deck i would agree is a dickhead well if 
so we did talk about before this, like talking about like an annoying list as well, like annoying cards. Mm-hmm. I would put Rashmi more in annoying. Yeah, because and the last time I played it pretty well, that last time. No, we did play it recently because I was like, I gotta get back a win. in the spring. Back in the spring. Yeah, yeah. but I, when I played it uh, a couple of years ago, when it was me, you, Trombley, and Ryan Grant, when we, when we played with Ryan Grant. And I was playing on all of your guys' turns, and I could just see all you guys just rolling your eyes. And I was yeah. like, all right, I'm not going to play this deck very much. It's fun. Maybe, you know what? Maybe maybe taking turns is dickhead. Taking people's turns. Yeah, taking turns. Extra or turns take, is fine, but if nah, you're doing it everybody's turn. So, like, I've told this story in the past, but, like, I had my Narset and Light Master deck where, like, I attacked, took extra turns, did extra attack steps, and you and Tyson just... Oh my God! Are you done yet? Yeah. No, I'm still going. Ugh, oh my God! And I just was like, oh no, I got three more turns left. Oh four. No, down to two. Like, I guess that sucks. I guess to what play it against comes down to is if you think about it, the longer that you make your turn last is the annoying part because the thing is, Commander's already a long game, and when you get to late games, it takes like a half an hour to get back to you. Mm-hmm. If you have somebody that's taking three times, four times longer. And you're, you're sitting for that much longer, and it just gets boring at that point. So I yep. guess that's how we can kind of determine it. Freaking Rashmi, that's how it was. Because you play your turn, I'm going to play on your turn yeah. at the end of your turn. All right, now you can go. I'm At the end of everybody's turn, I yeah. was telling that yeah, person yeah. that Yeah, instead go. of going that, that player's turn, going, go. It's like, you're oh, like okay. now it's my now turn again. Go. Yeah, <laughs> for so, sure. Uh, so yeah, I, I admit Rashmi. So should we put like Lighthouse Chronologist in there? You know what that one? Yeah, I mean, uh, you, ha- you, have, you to, have to get them up. There. I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. Fuck that, because it's. <laughs> I've never seen it really I've, happen yeah. because it always gets killed. Yeah, because you need like seven level up, yeah. and then by the time it's like five, you're just like, yeah, okay, yeah. kill it. You're dead. <laughs> make make them think they're gonna get it. Yeah. Oh man, it's gonna happen. All right, about to say my turn. Oh fuck, it's dead. Well, let them at least Son get a half bitch. chub on there. <laughs> Oh, I think we've ramped up the swearing in this episode. Maybe. Well, we're saying dick a lot. I can't wait until we get to AL questions. <laughs> uh, I put Vile Smasher. A lot of people have a problem really? with Vile Smasher. Really? I don't have a problem with it, but a lot of people do with decks and stuff because it it can be built so brutal. And you have a pretty strong one. I took it. I took, took it that apart. apart. I think well, it, it was only brutal, brutal because it randomly hit you eight turns in a row. <laughs> yeah, right. And it isn't like it my like, app where it I'm hit, flipping it a coin like and the hits t- yeah. tails every single time. I was just like rolling dice from like even or odd, you choose. And he kept on choosing wrong. <laughs> and, it was, and then I flipped it over it and he kept that choosing I wasn't right. Doing it. it was a yeah. game that I was monitoring. I would I had, much rather hit Krenko <laughs> than Arcades that did nothing. Like uh, I also had Zer on here because Zer can be very oppressive. You agreed. go search for your three I think, your I think, enchantment and Yeah. Zer is more of like that stacks tax type thing, like you're just stopping people from doing stuff. Yeah, and so it's Zer the Enchanter. You guys don't know what it is. You go search for, what is it, tap or is when he attacks? When he attacks. When he attacks, you go search for an enchantment that costs three or less, right? Yes, and, and you put, put it, it into directly play into play. Before like damage is ever dealt, yeah. so you can like protect it before it's blocked. Um, I, I will say you can build it other ways, though. But yeah. But even so, it just has that reputation. So like... Over on CMD Tower, they built a, a Zer deck that has uh, that's focused on cycling. I was like, that's a nice twist, mm-hmm. but but you'll never survive see your Zer, and yeah. even though you and say that it does this, they're gonna kill it. So those those commanders that have the reputation of being dickheads, like people are just like, no, oh, no, yeah, no. And I didn't put this on the list, but going with Zer on that, what you were just saying there, seeing the commander, 
a Traxa could be kind of sure. plopped into Agreed. this. Because you, you see that. And it isn't like oppressive. It's not a dickhead. But most of the time, you're dealing with counters and it's people just... I, I think part of it, too, is that it's really prevalent. It's, it's, it's almost in every play group, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody... because it can be built many different ways uh and so at least somebody in your play group has it and then you go to a different one and it's always really good just because the tracks is a really good core Mm -hmm. and then when you build the synergies in there it becomes a really good deck and then you're like oh you go to a different play group and you're like oh you have an attractive decks probably good yeah so um i i think that's where that i don't again don't have a problem with it but I can see where people key on you for that. Uh, I would think another along the same lines is Sliver. Like you go with a Sliver Hive Lord or Sliver Legion. When you see Sliver decks, you typically are like, all right, this has to die if they start going because mm-hmm. you can't stop them once the mm-hmm. Slivers get going. So I kind of would say of the tribal decks, that is the one that gets picked on. I know when we play against Slivers, it's probably the first one we try to kill. There, Yeah, so if there's... A deck. Trombley has a Sliver Hive Lord that makes all like slivers indestructible. Mm-hmm. That deck alone has probably made me switch how what I what, what cards I put in. Play. No, oh, what cards oh, I put gotcha. into decks probably the most out of anything because it is just so hard to deal with. Like I just didn't play with enough exile effects. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that just made me be more conscious of like, you know what? I do need to use swords to plowshare instead of and path exile stuff. You yeah, need to have or, removal in there. And so that that just it just has made me more conscious of that kind of thing. Um, I picked up, you know, there's a couple of cards that exile all creatures. I at least have them in my collection mm-hmm. now. Um, I, I would agree. So hats off to you, Trombley, for making me <laughs> making me change, making you change. Like I change with the basic lands. And yeah. Play- <laughs> Once something happens to you, like uh, I don't have enough yeah. stuff to deal with this. Um, I would say actually, I want to see more if the the sliver players play with the the Modern Horizons sliver. I think that would be a lot more cool. Like random, like if you saw that in play, would you go after that sliver player as much? No. Because the cascade, it's like so. it's a random effect. You'll see, you don't. You're hoping to get something good. No whammy, no whammy, no whammy. Stop. I like that idea, but that's a more of our play by us taking the the tutors out. I feel like that fits our play style a little bit better than the other two slivers. You know, they won't be as powerful. I don't think. Yeah, I actually don't have as big a problem with Sliver Legion that gives plus one plus one to each sliver for the amount of slivers that are in play. That can get crazy. Yeah, but, but the, the, that's the, game ender in my mind. Yeah. Indestructible so, is pretty brutal. Though. Yeah, that, that's just, just so hard to, hard to deal with when it comes to everyone. Mm-hmm. And you need to consistently be able to have an answer. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, Some of you, yours you that done? you have on the list. Oh, well, you want to I had, I had already, we already talked about send triplets and we, we talked, talked about, about Grand, Grand Arbiter. Grand Arbiter. Uh, did we talk about Lavinia? We did yeah. with Armageddon. Um, <clears throat> okay, so I went with Eminence. So that's when they're in the command zone and they still have an effect have eminence that before eminence existed yeah, so like a laurel yeah yeah that one. uh a Loro and for me ur dragon and soren markov soren's brutal because like for me they're just they're a ley line every game they just gain that advantage for just having that commander mm-hmm. and like it's either you're gaining two life 
each upkeep, by the time anybody's even able to do any relevant damage, you're at you're, 50. Yeah, exactly. You, you, with well, Laurel, you relevant damage. I guess five turns in, but yeah, yeah. you build a Laurel like we build a Laurel, make it an <laughs> enchantment, you, make it so nobody can attack you. Deck. Yeah, or just even life gain. Like it's just mm. frustrating. You're like, okay, you know what? Maybe I just if if there are enough people that haven't played against it or don't really care about life gain, then it's like, oh, instead of fifty, you're at sixty because nobody cares. And it's like, man, all right, you're so you're you're at fifty percent more life than what I we started will... with counter that by saying it depends those are the decks i build for when i'm trying to teach somebody to play magic you know what i'm saying like so it's giving them an advantage so that they don't sure. have to work as hard so i that's typically how remember i we built a laurel we mm-hmm. rebuilt my mm-hmm. laurel deck for our friend justin because they were, we were coming up the loots and for guys weekend we're like, right, let's build this deck so that he can play it and compete same thing now that I don't have a Loro or I don't know if I've killed. You have Soren yeah, Markov though, but I have Soren, yeah. and that one's built for beginners as well. Not beginners; it's a good deck, but it's made so that they're right in the mix and can win the game just as easily as people that have been playing Commander for years and years and years. So, I, I guess I don't play with. I've never. I actually don't play with Edgar ever, but mm-hmm. it's always for. I build it for the person, like somebody that's just starting out. So I guess yeah. I, it depends on your playgroup again. <laughs> Keeps going with that. But I see it because that's probably why I don't play it because I can see it being pretty damn brutal. And, and all I'm saying is like it's a dickhead thing because like you gain that advantage and there's no way to interact mm-hmm. with it. Like there just isn't a way. You can't do anything against them. At least uh, with Edgar, you have to cast vampires. <laughs> with Aloro, you, you have, don't to have to have vampires do in your vampire deck. <laughs> but Aloro, you don't have to do anything and you're just gaining life. Sure. And Ur-Dragon... Ur-Dragon's like, a little more difficult, though. I mean, it gets out, man, and then it's crazy. You, but. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't... It's just like you're playing a, a five-mana dragon at f- turn four. Yeah. Like, you're playing a 4-4 four, four flyer on turn probably three. Like, that's doing pretty solid, and you're going to be able to start... You're doing that consistently. But I think when he's, when he's really brutal is when he's out. When he hits, then it's even crazier. When he's in I think play. He's, but it's, just, like, it's really hard to deal with five 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 flyers mm-hmm. by turn seven and you're like oh that's a board state right there i think and his, like they like that just it lowers the curve for dragons i guess the the yeah and you can't do anything about it you know what i mean mm-hmm. that that's the whole thing you just can't do anything about it you can steal it <laughs> I think Which that, was on our list of that, dickhead things to do. That commander is the one out of the bunch that needs to come into play. You know, like that I don't think one it needs to. But you know, just like but the, it, the when advantage it does, of it is so much better than yeah. the other ones. You know, like Edgar. Yeah. It's like, why are you playing Edgar? Like whenever somebody see playing Edgar, I'm like, don't because do you that. ran out of cards. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Edgar doesn't really have a. Really he doesn't good have benefit. to be. He's yeah. better in the command zone yeah. as long as you're drawing enough cards. Uh, so, uh, is there something else on mine? Oh yeah. Okay. So cheating the commander tax. That's the other what? dickhead thing. What? You know what I'm talking about. Eureka. Yo, <laughs> Eureka. You're Why do you hate my card. good decks? This thing, it's a dickhead card <laughs> because it's getting around what everybody else has to do. Very similar to the eminence idea. Make a, make a list and you go, the decks that Adam's good decks Mm-mm. are the, Mm-mm. they're just bad. Nope. <laughs> Actually, I have the first one that I thought of was Derevi, mm. because that's, again, 
green, white, blue, colorless comes into play. Yeah. It, it, you're not casting it. It just comes into play, mm. and then you get to tap or untap target permanent. Um, that card is crazy, and that that's played in stacks decks. Mm-hmm. So everybody else's stuff is tapped, stays tapped, untap your stuff with that ability. Like, Derevi is dumb. Like, it doesn't matter how you kill it, as long as somebody has four mana open with that. I can agree with game. that, but Eureka's awesome. And Eureka <laughs> is also a dickhead card, because you just can't... It's really, really hard to deal with. And we, we talked about um, cards that could deal yeah. with this you have a couple episodes ago. You have changed some of your decks to have those in them to deal with Eureka. With Eureka, because nobody else plays Derevi. Oh, so Eureka made you change a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. No, it, it it absolutely did. Like, Imprison in the Moon is a really solid card. It, it, um, and so you just need to be able to adjust and make sure that if there's cards you need to deal with that... Getting them into the graveyard or having them in the command zone just doesn't do anything. You gotta, you need to adjust. Yeah. So I love um, Eureka though. And then another one is like Carador. You probably haven't even played against a Carador deck, have you? I don't. I don't even know what Carador is. Uh, he his mana cost reduces by one for each creature in the graveyard in his in your what color graveyard. Is uh, green, white, black, and then it's five. And oh, then, and then you was get that to, the from the original the yeah. deal with the ghosts that are yep. all around him? Ghost Chieftain. Yeah, yep. okay. And then he uh, can cast one creature from for, the graveyard per Somebody was just turn. tweeting about a combo with him this week. I don't know. There's remember. plenty of combos. No, but it was just yeah. this week. That's why it oh. popped up in my head because I just saw a tweet this week about Oh, I don't even know why I just brought it up because I'm not even remember the combo. So let's just move on. <laughs> there is a combo with that commander. So I'm just saying, like, stuff that is cheating the commander tax when other people have to deal with it. Kind of dickhead. I don't see him as bad. Carador is the least bad. Derevi and Yuriko are stupid. No. They should have to... Just call my decks dumb. Why do you do this, Larry? I had a Derevi deck. I'm calling my deck dumb. You had a Derevi had. deck. Yeah, I yeah. got rid of it because yeah. it was it was also not good. <laughs> I didn't like it. The truth comes out. <laughs> I'm just mad at it. It's a dickhead because it didn't work. <laughs> uh, all right. Is that it on your list for... Mm, yeah. We talked about Lavinia in the dickhead cards. You know, you know one card that kind of was almost making my list, but I didn't put it in there, was uh, Skullbriar. Because it was just like, you can't deal with its damn counters. That's not true, though. What? You can bounce it back to their hand. Oh, well. And then they, and then they, they lose gets rid all of the counters. counters. But uh, him moving from zone to zone to zone to zone, I was just like, ah, dang it. That dude. <laughs> and that and was, then he's a one-shotter at some that point. That was Grant's yeah. deck that, yeah. It could I mean, be made a very dickhead. Well, because it would go that. after one person. Yeah, that's you know? that's one of those combo ideas. So that that falls into the poison idea mm-hmm. of just like going after one player and then knocking them out, and then it's like well, I can't do anything else. I got my thing done. I quit. <laughs> going home. I quit. I quit. I quit. I quit. All right. Do we want to move into A and L question? Sounds good to me. Look, All right. I, I like this adjustment. Yeah, that was good. An hour and ten minutes. We talk Fuck. a lot. Why are you swearing? I don't know. I don't have a fourth one. Oh. So Mount Rushmore has four. Mount Rushmore can you, has four. Can I borrow one to you? Can I, no. <laughs> we got George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, Thomas Jefferson, they're not, I'm... and randomly Teddy Roosevelt. Because <laughs> he, he put the money towards it. He's like, you better put, put my, my face, face up, up here. <laughs> you bitches. better. All right. So do you want me to start then and maybe it triggers something? Sure. Okay. 
So I have. So my list is kind of interesting. Are you, you're in order though, too, right? Yeah, I'm in I order. am not. I am okay. not in order. So my number four, and this just recently made it on my list, hmm. is Tool has kind of. Really, I wasn't into Tool until recently. Uh, when we got went to the concert or after? I, I knew some like Schism has always been one of sure. my favorite yeah. videos of all time. Not of all time, of all time, but it's a freaking crazy video, and it's like seven, eight minutes long. Um, but actually, it wasn't until their new album was coming out that I actually, because they released all their albums finally on iTunes. Before, the only way I could listen to it was well, buying a CD. Mm. But who buys CDs anymore? Except for I you do. and your closet do. full. <laughs> uh, so you couldn't buy it on iTunes. So. I would only be able to listen to it by YouTube. And so I really wasn't whatever. I knew a lot of the songs. That's why I was really disappointed with myself. The one uh, song that you sang and I couldn't... Uh, wasn't it The Pot? The Pot, yeah. yeah and I couldn't name it. Because I was hungover, Ozzy I Nate. think, is what it was. What? Oh, that was a hungover day. Might as well just make excuses. Uh, but anyways, so I downloaded all the songs that I knew. So probably like 15, 15 or so songs. And since I've been building in my house, that's what I listen to when I'm done listening mm-hmm. to my mm-hmm. either morning show or any of the other podcasts and stuff. Uh, they just fucking rock. It's cool. Uh, well, so I'll for me, like when we're working or just me working, you're I'm in an empty house. I can't listen to I can't hear the words. There's too much like mm-hmm. echo. And so like talk radio is just out. Mm-hmm. I can't do that. And I would agree, Tool is really good when it comes to, like, there's not a ton of singing, and you kind of know, like, it's not super intricate, like, rap's a little hard to listen to because it's it's much more upbeat and yeah. fast. Like, Tool's just really methodical, um, really intricate, and you don't have to be there. It's more um, chill music. Well, it- And so, for me, like, I, I agree. I don't own, I think I own one tool cd oh really okay. but i haven't i've you I'm know disagreeing with you you're just i'm no i'm just like, agreeing with like you i'm disagreeing dis- i'm disagreeing no, <laughs> i'm just agreeing with you uh the thing about what i actually really like about their music is that they have a lot of different i should let me back this up a little bit with music i like when songs don't just have like the same tempo going through the whole song yeah okay uh, one of my favorite things is when a song will come down and then really ramp up like there's crescendo. a there's a there's a quite crescendo. a few of them on there we go crescendo fighter songs there's some against machine songs <laughs> that just did well, you just spoil your yeah, list I right there did, jesus <laughs> whoops gonna cut those out <laughs> beep 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 <laughs> but they do a lot of tempo changes where you think the song's about like a normal song is over and of course their songs are like seven to ten minutes long sure they are so you're like all right this would be when a normal song ends and then they ramp into another tempo and it just it goes up and down it freaking it's awesome like there's just so many songs that do that with them so that's kind of why they've jumped into my number four uh number three is one from oh, high we, school. we're not going back and forth no i was gonna give you some more time so i was gonna go three no two, i'm not thinking about anything no oh, do you other than do what you're four? doing no i'm not doing a four i'm just doing a band okay do a band uh i'm gonna go with rise against <laughs> so they i yeah, do I really enjoy them uh it was so Oh, are we going to talk about the concert that we went to? Well, okay. So at the Together? end of this, we're going to do a favorite concert. So is that the one you're going to talk about? Well, that was one of my favorite concerts. So, but we'll okay. Talk about so I went to a con. Adam talked me into going to a concert, Foo Fighter concert, and I went because Rise Against was opening for mm-hmm. them. I was like, ah, these dudes rock. 
Um, really good. Oh no. Okay. So I I totally know my next band. All right. I know the fourth one. Okay. Uh, so Rise Against is a ton of fun. They're socially conscious. Uh, they're vegan, so I can't have lunch with them or anything. <laughs> uh, but their um, their lyrics are pretty thoughtful. Um, they're pretty high tempo, which I enjoy. Uh, and and so there there are some that I skip, like they're just a little too rough. Where mm-hmm. it's just like I I can't I can't do this. This is a bit heavy. But like uh, one one a little bit of a problem too is like I gear my music towards uh, Guitar Hero because I played so much of <laughs> yeah. it. And they did they had uh, Suffer in the Witness, which is a fantastic song, was on Guitar Hero, and that's what kind of brought me into them. Um, I, I more have records that I really like. And so I could go on and on about records, not necessarily about like whole indexes of artists. Mm-hmm. Um, so the suffer and the witness album for rise against and that is one that is the first. No, no, they had another one that was like something about the radio or rise. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I really liked, uh, that CD specifically. And, uh, I just love that song. Mm-hmm. So, I only know a couple of them. Yeah. Just with the so they, I the mean, they're not huge. They got a couple of radio plays, at least in Minnesota. Like they could be bigger in different parts of the country. Mm. All right, my next one is from basically high school. Like I'll continue to go back to this, but it's Outcast. So that's my mm-hmm. only mm. non-rock. I totally knew that you would say this one. Yeah. So I'll I'll jump back to that every now and like right now. Recently, I just started listening to Outcast again, just because I'm going, you know, working, uh, get through all my talk radio mm-hmm. and podcasts. They're, they're they're awesome. And I still jam out. And actually, my boys like a lot of their songs, except they're swearing in it. So when they're swearing, I like yell really loud. Like all of a sudden, <laughs> ah! you have like Tourette's. about to say say fuck, and I'm like ah. <laughs> Does it work? I don't know. Do you have surround sound speakers? No, that's where I'm like. Do you like I put it up front? Probably just hear it back there. But I'm yelling, <laughs> trying to. You're probably bringing attention to it. What's gonna be funny is maybe they think that that's part of the lyrics. So when they get older and they're like with their friends and they start singing the song, like they just start yelling <laughs> ah! for no reason. I thought those were part of this. That was the song. Yeah. So I just you're damaging them. I liked. Uh, well, really, was the Stankonia CD was the one that got me For in. Sure. And that then one was good. You go to their older stuff, and then you actually can go into like some of their stuff where they were with. You can hear when CeeLo was before he was CeeLo, before he got big and everything. Before he became an awful person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he was part of the, like the Dungeon family and yeah, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. So you could, they've done a lot of stuff, and they are very upbeat stuff, or there's some chill music as well. Did um, you ever watch that video I tagged you on on Facebook from uh, Key and Peel? Which one? Uh, it, it was with Outcast. It was about Outcast. I didn't see that. Oh one. man, it's fucking hilarious. I, I might tag that underneath this podcast. I'm gonna watch it, <laughs> man. It's it's just like Key now it's really... nowadays big boy meeting up with Andre 3000. Oh really? And, and like Andre just being bonkers crazy, <laughs> and big boy just going, "Come on, man!" <laughs> like it's super funny. I love it. So that oh that's awesome. I actually want to watch that. When did uh, you yeah. tag me in that? Uh, Eight months ago. I tagged you and Grant in it. Your, your brother Grant? Yes. Nice. All right, what's your next song? Next song. Next uh, next, next band. Um, yeah, let's go with uh, System of a Down. Mm, I like that band. Yeah. Um, that was the it, first Foo Fighter concert yeah, I went to. 
and uh and and i'll also bring in like serge tankian yeah. he has or yeah tankian oh i should take that back that was serge by himself he was serge, was serge by himself opening for foo so i um system of down is probably one of the few bands where i have like i'm pretty sure i have every cd of theirs oh really yeah uh, they're they're good through and through like they're super fast most of the time but then they they have those tempo changes mm-hmm. you were talking about um, they have like comedy in some of them. Uh, like Cigaro is a super funny song where they're talking like it's talking about smoking a cigar, but talking about like dick size and like <laughs> it's really funny. It's really fast. It's like a, a minute long song. I think I only half. know all their main ones that they have. Yeah. Um, and their main ones are fantastic. Yeah. Their so. videos were sweet with that too, where the, the he does like the little whisper and the, the yeah. dude's soul comes out and does the little whisper. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, and. And I and I know I've done an opener with System of Down, mm-hmm. and like that is one of my favorite songs. Uh, it's the Chop Suey. Yeah, Chop Suey like, awesome. I love that song. So, and that was like their first big hit. That entire album, I could still sit down and listen to uh, forever. Like it's still really, really good. Yep, so. I dig that one. I like System of Down. Very good. Uh, I'm cheating. I got another one that's a little. Eh, go ahead. <laughs> My next one is one that is recently touring. Uh, they have been on hiatus. Just so, announced it. Uh, Rage Against Machine. I love <clears throat> Rage Against Machine. But they're touring for the for 2020, and they're all. It's funny because all their locations are southern cities by the border. The only, oh really? Yeah, right now at the point mm. they only have four spots that they're touring. But um, Rage Against Machine, I was supposed to go see live and Tyson and I were going to go and he bought the tickets through my name but put his address in with my <laughs> credit card so we got we found out like a couple days before the concert was supposed to or that everything was rejected yeah, yeah and then we didn't this. get to go and I was like fuck <laughs> and then I hear from like Trombley said it and I've heard from like the radio people uh, morning shows that I listen to they they talked about that was the best concert they've ever been to <laughs> because the the uh, Republican convention was in the Twin Cities mm-hmm. at that time, and they were like right across the street, and they had riot police standing outside making sure that things didn't go crazy. And like the atmosphere of that made the whole concert just go nuts. Interesting. So, but uh, Rage, oh, they're freaking. There's a Rage tribute band that I go see every occasion. You do. And they do a good job of. They're not rage, but I, I like them that much that I'll go see a tribute band. What, what did I say years ago about them that I still get shit for? What? No, that you didn't. You didn't. What, did I say like? Do you know who's overrated? Yeah, I said rage. I was like rage, and, and everybody piled on. Like, get out of here, Glory! <laughs> no, get every, out of here. Jeremy was even there. We'll play yeah. the meet, we'll play a song, and you'll start jamming. Like, Lowry, stop <laughs> yeah, enjoying yeah. this. I'm not even allowed <laughs> to listen to Rage Against the Machine in the group anymore. <laughs> Just because I did say, do you know who's overrated? Because I did, I bought one of their CDs, the one with uh, Gorilla, Radio Gorilla Radio on it. Yeah, that's a good song. That's actually <laughs> what got me in. Gorilla Radio was the first song that I liked. But the album did nothing Best for Buy, me. And the gals that were working there, they were pretty cute. And they of were course. all about uh, Rage <laughs> Against Machine. And I listened to it there. And then that kind of started things for Rage. As- I, I wish I got into Rage Against Machine when with their the uh rally around the family pocket full of shells Mm -hmm. like that i wish i got in that Mm -hmm. because then i probably i never even listened to that cd but i'll bet you i like that one better than gorilla radio i think you 
don't like you say are overrated is because you base it off your Guitar Hero because it was such an easy song. For sure. <laughs> For See, sure. You're like, this song sucks because it's too easy. I can that beat does, this on uh, expert. That does factor into things. <laughs> when I'm like, All this your song base is based on Guitar Hero. Yeah. <laughs> No, yeah. If it's not like complex enough, then I'm just like, oh, that's kind of boring. Yeah, because I know. Uh, okay, your next one. My next one, uh, Queens of the Stone that's Age. What I was gonna say is your next one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I, I don't know if I've said this before, but my favorite band is your favorite band's you favorite band. Yeah, and no, that's it's not it's their totally favorite true. band. He's the drummer for your band, basically. No, just for the one CD. They he, he almost him. left they, well, Foo Fighters. They were fighting. Yeah. And he and was like, I'm just going to join this other uh, probably better band. <laughs> their, their band drummer sucks compared to Dave Grohl because Dave Grohl is Dave amazing. Grohl's a pretty That's good my drummer. number one, by the way. <laughs> Foo Fighters. Second. Dave Grohl. <laughs> no. Okay. So Queens of the Stone Age. Um, they have some weird albums that I don't really I like. I know the one album because I didn't know they made more than one. Oh, what's they but the that's two, how big they are there, there are two uh, yeah they're not huge by any means but they have some really i wish i had actually okay so threes and sevens is probably the most recent album that i really enjoy and that has is that the one with dave on drums no that's the other one that i can't remember but threes and sevens is more recent and that has a guitar hero song but um some ridiculous ridiculous uh songs i love that cd go check that one out and then the other one is it's a red cover for the cd why can't i remember it um but that's where dave grohl is on drums for most of that is it make you feel bad that the only song that really got on the radio is a song that they had to have dave grohl on with them they they've had a couple so like go with Their the flow song go with the flow is, is a guitar hero uh rock band song. that's rock band one <laughs> um but that's my that was my initial karaoke song that's the only one that's the one i start I out with go with the flow um and so that that is the only reason i'm able I to do, like do at the beginning life, uh and they, they have a bigger song rock band. <laughs> go go check out mosquito song that one is amazing that's at the end of uh that album uh, but Queens of the Stone Age is a ton of fun. They, I try and lullabies to paralyze. That's a weird album. I kind of stayed away from that one. I didn't. I didn't like that one very much. So like they have really good CDs, like entire album. Like I'll just listen listen through you have to speak over to and over the and over. Of our audience, because there's probably a lot of youngins. CDs. Sure. Yeah, it's a uh, it's an album. Go. <laughs> it's just the entire thing that they're trying to put out. Not just these singles. digital singles. You buy what songs you want. No, like, but there there are some artists out there put an entire album out for the album as an art because, like, Actually, there are some CDs. So Tool's new CD, yeah. the only way you can purchase their, like, main song is you have to buy the whole album. For sure. And because they're, they're, it's an entire artistic mm-hmm. thing. They're, and that's they're, why they took so long to actually put their albums on iTunes is because they want you to actually have the physical copy mm-hmm. and read, I think, the the booklets that came with it. And they wanted you to actually go through all that it, stuff, the visual stuff. When, when an artist does the entire album in mind in, in a certain order, in a certain way, that enha- they can enhance um the listening experience mm-hmm. like not just having jumping from single to single uh, i i think there are for sure 
certain and they're getting away from it more and more mm-hmm. you know, progressively from whenever well, iTunes just, came you out. You got to make make the money off the one hit, you know, pay sure. thirty to get that song and then move on. Cause... And that I think that's a big thing where like Outcast like has an entire album that's just like solid. It's well, just like I can listen to this. And theirs drive. was interesting because what they would do is you'd have a song and then you'd have a skit that would lead into the a little no- bit, next yeah. song and then you'd have a skit. So it was like thirty seconds, forty five seconds in between each song. And that part was annoying. But it was. <laughs> but it also like uh uh I guess Eminem, he, he's my number, number one. one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Eminem does skits in between as well. Yeah, which are just like they're they're annoying for me. So you would say Eminem's your number one? Is that one? That no, you, it's you, just the last one that okay. I I'd go with Queens against or Queens yeah, of the I'd Stone Age from my number one. Your number one. I was thinking that. Um. So, but just having an, an entire album go through really like resonates with me a lot more than just with Eminem. A totally, when I hear a song. And then, like, if I hear it on the radio, I know, like, on the CD, what should be coming next. You know, like, mm-hmm. this skit should be happening right after that, because that's how that one was listened to. And you so know? you're, like, listening through the entire album. Yeah. And am I getting into my number one? Oh, yeah, let's let's do mine first, because yeah. you're a lot more passionate about yours. I don't need to talk very long about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, with Eminem, uh, like, he, he has a huge catalog, and I, I'm not a huge fan of the skits. But like just the songs, his first couple albums were just like really cohesive, really went well together. Um, like an example, and a lot of people shit in on it was Revival, which was two. So Kamikaze is the most recent one. Revival was maybe three years ago at this point, maybe two. I don't remember at this. Uh, but Revival was produced by two different people. It was Dr. Dre and Rick Rubin. Mm-hmm. You could fucking tell. It was like, oh, this is a mess of a CD. Oh, really? Like, it'd go back and forth, back and forth. And I was, in my mind, I was like, if if he did, like, six more songs between the, or, like, three and three, did a double album, and just, like, Rick Rubin side, Dr. Dre side, 100 times better. Cause well, because it, they kind of mixed it back and forth. Yeah, exactly. Sounded- and you're just like, it, the tone shift w- between the songs were really throwing off like the feel of the album and it just was as a as an album you couldn't get into it and just go oh this is a good song this is a good song and then you're just like skip 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 good song skip skip there was like 19 18 tracks on it and so i only wanted to listen to like five you're like skip 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 yeah that's right and and so if something can get me to play it through when i'm driving for work and stuff like that and i can just keep on listening to it like right now, so not on my top list, but NF is a rapper. Um, you really, and really good your rapping. Yeah, yeah. I've no, talked about it before. N- Lowry back in the day, his CDs had to have diamonds on them. The CD but covers. NF has a fantastic album out right now that I just listen front to back and replay it, and I've been listening to it for two months. I've never even heard of him. So yeah, no, it's, <laughs> it's really, really good to listen to. What's the NF stand for? It's just initials. Hmm. I don't know, Nate something, Nathaniel. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I said he's not in my top list or anything. So, but it's a really good album to listen to right now. And your number one, you already said. So no drum roll. Um, Dave Grohl, Lady Gaga. <laughs> Actually, I do have Lady Gaga as an honorable mention. Really? Yeah, that's on see right there, Lady Gaga. And How do you see Red that? Hot Chili Peppers. And oh, is that why we didn't RJ give it away? Oh, yeah. All right. I, I like 
them all. RJD2 is all about beats. So you just, that's one where I don't want to like, yeah, I can't hear words. I want to be able to concentrate and that beat just gets it. But uh, Foo Fighters, yes, that is my number one band. Uh, I've, if you guys are longtime listeners from the beginning, we kind of talked about it. I got my mine. It's mine and my wife's favorite band. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't my first concert I went to. It actually first concert was Outcast that I went to. But it was right. my first. I've gone to like nine or ten Foo Fighter concerts. You've traveled. Yep. Uh, so that's part of it too. Is I was gonna say my favorite concerts that I've ever been to was actually the Rise Against and Foo Fighters one. That's mainly because you almost saw me beat ass. No, the reason oh, okay. why I like the Foo Fighters in that one is how they opened that show. Do you remember that? They had the speakers all down. Uh, they dropped the speakers down from the ceiling, and you could this is how they opened it. It was all black and everything, and then each one of them was in between the speakers. Oh, okay. And they played Bridges Burning, and that's mm. they opened. Din, 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 and then the lights came on, and those speakers <clears throat> just flew up to the ceiling. That was one of their that. best, and that was the last time I was on the the fucking floor because <laughs> it, the mosh pit of teenagers that erupted behind us, and then Larry had to be I just our became a, I became a bouncer. <laughs> but uh, the festivals down in Gulf Shores, Alabama, which I mean you're in Alabama, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Gulf, which is, there's no problem there. No problem there. Sorry guys, if you're from Alabama, but uh, Gulf Shores, Alabama, it's a beach festival. It's there's like seven or eight stages. You have a main stage, a secondary stage, which are opposite sides of the festival from each other. But like you can see one from the other side, they're just completely. Mm -hmm. And then you have all these mini stages on the side and of the main stages, they're just alternating. So they're not conflicting with the sound and everything, but all the mini ones, everybody's playing on these tents or other stages and everything that are over there. Uh, The Foo Fighters, the time that they had to come in because CeeLo, was late getting off his plane. They came off the beach. They or they were at the beach, and the people from uh, Hangout. I think it was Hangout or Day Luna. One out of the two. It was Hangout. They went over, and they were like, "Here's thirty thousand dollars. Can you come fill in for CeeLo? He's not here." <laughs> and so we were. I wanted to see CeeLo, and all of a sudden, Foo Fighter come. Foo Fighters come on the stage in the middle of the day because they were headlining that night. That night. So they came on, and they're like. Fuck, we were on the beach, and they were just like, brought a bag of $30,000 and said, can you guys come play? Because CeeLo's not here. And we're like, shit. And so they came on and played all covers, like Queen. They played... Oh, that'd be bam. Yeah, they played Rolling Stone. They did all these covers, none of their songs. And at the end, they played Prince, Little Nicky. Mm. Uh, is it Little Nicky or Nicky? You know, the... It's a he wasn't song. on my list. I yeah, don't know exactly. anything about <laughs> But he played that, and that's when a CeeLo's, CeeLo jumped in with that. He did like a cover with that, and so then CeeLo uh, and, and then they did, did it together, and there. then CeeLo that's did pretty dope. five minutes of his songs back to back to back to back to back really quick. So that was one of my <laughs> was like, I was staged for 30 minutes, but let's get this done in 10. Yeah. So, I mean, with Foo Fighters, it's a bunch of different things. If I'm in a mood that they have such a, a range of music like tempo wise i mean they made an acoustic album so if i just want to chill there's probably 40 or 50 songs i can choose from just listening to that if i want to rock out i can they have that there's just so many parts to that that they, mm-hmm. their music is all around and the funny thing is is like i'm a foo fighter fan i like nirvana i like the a lot of main songs and all that but i wasn't ever i'm not into nirvana like sure. it's completely different i like dave's voice more than him playing actually the drums. He's a badass drummer. 
but he is them as a group like when he goes off and does them crooked vultures which i believe is from somebody from queens of this one so person. yeah there, there's a, a mashup for them crooked crooked vultures which i and didn't also like radio city i believe yeah i, I didn't i couldn't get into that because it's not foo you know they, yeah. they have a sound i actually don't like crooked i i bought crooked vultures their one hit that came out i was like oh that's good mm-hmm. and then the rest i was like nope yeah. not me so I, I don't know there's just a a style that comes with them and then like i said my wife and i have gone to nine different shows i believe we're at nine right now and they're making another album right now, so it's going to be a lot more. And our boys are getting older, so we'll actually be able to go travel. We actually, I think when they tour again, we're going to take Drake to his first show. Okay. That'd so, be cool. Um, but what's your favorite concert that you've been to? <laughs> I might actually have to say the Rise Against was, and Foo Fighters. It was one. so much. I mean, besides was, that mosh part, like Rise Against was really good. Yeah, and then it went into that. When you have a good opener, I've gone to a lot of Foo Fighter concerts where it was just like, nah. The opener sucks. Wait, one, so the things that stood out for me there was like Rise Against. I really enjoyed them. And it was a lot of fun. Um, but like it was... So Minnesota also has like a weird like concert vibe. Mm-hmm. So like we're all really like quiet people. And so like uh, I went to like a Less Than Jake concert with my buddy Matt. And... 75% of the people sitting back and just kind of bob their head and they're like, oh, I dig this. And they're like a ska band, really high energy <laughs> oh, really? going. And they're like, come on, you fuckers! And, and then like everybody, I'm, I'm in the back, I'm that same person, I'm just bobbing my head and I'm going, oh, we're all really lame. Like, <laughs> and then at the end we clap really nice and we're like, woo! Encore! And they're like, fuck you guys! That happens a lot in smaller venues in Minnesota. Mm. And so like the energy... For me isn't really there and so the energy was really cool at that foo fighter mm. concert um because probably because we were, we were on the really floor there close. yeah we were really close i think we started about like if you would count rows we were probably like 10 12 rows back of people yeah and then as like, mosh pitted on and i think we gradually moved back <laughs> uh the other thing that stood out that i really liked uh, with the foo fighters was they went for like three hours yeah it was a really long that was awesome i was like this is really cool they did like every song you knew and then everything new uh and then the third thing they brought on like was it like a violinist from minnesota Minnesota. orchestra she uh that album she did a lot of oh did she i I don't think i realized that because i didn't know their new stuff um and i was just like that's really cool that that we got to like be there for that 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 was was part of their um echoes patience silence and grace and so she was on that album touring and she was from minnesota oh, okay and so like if that's really cool yeah so then later they did a, a you can actually download this one it's a really freaking cool thing if you want to download the live at wimbley stadium when they play okay. there for the first time mm-hmm. they sold it out and they actually had to play two shows there but they got like they didn't have to <laughs> forced but i mean she was there like they got um um fuck why am I blanking on it? But they had a bunch of guests that came on. Uh, Led Zeppelin. Um, name the uh, guitarist. Ah, uh, shit. I, it sucks that I'm not doing this mm-hmm. right. Uh, Bleep. Page. Jimmy Page. Oh, Jimmy Page. I have heard that name. Yeah. Uh, so they had they had some really sweet guests that came on and rocked out. And like they started crying that at the really end cool. of it. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then they had the roof open and then fireworks and all this stuff. It's a really sweet concert to watch. But it's the same album. That, that, that we she was working saw. on. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So, 
That was, uh, that yeah, was that, an awesome that concert. That Tool concert we went to, like, the se- that was a problem of where our tickets were. I mean, I, I have that problem a lot, though. Like, that's why I'm not a huge concert buff. Like, I don't go out a whole ton when it comes I to that. I should say, it's a problem I, where your tickets were. <laughs> we had good and tickets. Came, <laughs> and Lowry was me. by himself. And Cindy and I were like, oh, I don't want Lowry to be by himself. So Lowry had tickets on the side. And so we were just like, all right, we'll leave our seats because we were like was, in the front. Like, I was by myself for 27 years. I, it's fine. You we're can like, we'll come and hang out with you, Laura. But we were on the side of the stage and you couldn't see any of the visual stuff that they had up. For and sure. that's what Tool is about is they show a bunch of videos. But it's, my, my problem is, is like I really have a hard time hearing mm. live. Like it's just there's like too much going on yeah. and my ears can't bring it in. It's like it feels like I'm in a bar with the music and I'm like, I can't hear the conversation. I can't hear the music. I can't hear any of yeah. it and so it's like not very pleasurable for me but when you're seven ten rows yeah oh, jesus thank <laughs> god uh but like seven, when, ten when rows we did in front of you and they're blasting in your ears yeah that was you don't that have was any fine echoes or anything yeah that yeah. was that was clear for me as well so that that's it's not really a thing for me so that was so our both our number one concerts <laughs> that says either a lot me, or not. that we don't go to a lot of concerts you with. you go to a lot more than i do i haven't yeah, been to a festivals concert festivals are a little different festival i would say we got the closest we've ever been we were two like there was two people in front of us mm-hmm. because you had to camp out you know a bunch of hippies that sounds awful camp. not like camping you just get there early enough in the day and listen to all the other bands which I came across like Trampled by Turtles was there, which That's is a Minnesota, Minnesota band, band Duluth, which was yeah. really fucking awesome. They're wearing like their twins gear down there and everything. Mm. But like we were there from 11 o'clock until they played at like nine that night. So it was, that sounds exhausting. Yeah. So anyways, that was 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Maybe 25. We should uh, finish this up. I think that's it. So next week we will hit up the mana yeah we'll do the mana the mana bases for three color and five color maybe even four and remember um, go on twitter do the share the, the hashtag the great henge giveaway no the great quip giveaway <laughs> win the quip win hashtag the quip win the quip it's not gonna be it's down to like four people <laughs> actually there was more shares on the second one than there were there on was the first one like double I think people <laughs> four like to four. eight yeah <laughs> but four of the first people also did it so they got two entries yeah <laughs> it's all gonna right be tough going. this week guys we will uh get you guys next week thanks for listening we'll see you bye